Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Marcus Maven here on 93.9 The Ville. I was just wanting to see if there was a cuss word in there. Nick didn't know, so I was like, now would be a good time to just I, hold it out. I had the remix up, and then I was like, ooh, does Kendrick drop one here? Ooh. Here's the problem, though. He always picks the song and then plays it, and then after he hits yeah. play, comes over our headphones and is Every like, time. do they cuss in this one? Yeah. He's like, I got the lyrics up. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Ban is in the house with us. Chrissy, what's going I like on? To hey dangerous. guys! Hey, it's good. Hi, to Chrissy. Have you. Nice good, to be here. It's good to have you. It was a little bit of a. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I, I don't care about these guys. Yesterday, Chrissy comes in on Thursdays a lot too. Um, I actually care about Chrissy. I don't with Nick and Maven as much. Like we had Charity and I. Something hit the house Tuesday, like a stomach bug. It was the worst. We were both. That's going around. My best bad. friend just had it too. Yeah, both of us were just like, oh my God. And uh, of course, I'm good now. But I was like, yesterday morning, I was like, um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm iffy. I was like, I don't care about them. I was like, you know what, Chrissy, why don't you just wait till Friday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, let's, let's stay. Appreciate let's let's that. hold off. Yeah, so Nick and I'm like, I don't care if they're on the toilet all weekend. That's <laughs> their business. But yeah, I can was, use a good cleanse. So. Yeah. Well, it was funny. Charity and I woke up and we're like, man, we feel less bloated. <laughs> well, both of us the day after we were sick, we're like, yeah, I actually Weird. feel pretty good. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, I feel great. Uh, dehydrated, can't swallow, but it's awesome. Uh, Steve, the Cowboys game was fun last night. Had an extra ticket. Wifey cheered for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. That's that's awesome. It was a uh, it was a fun game. Good dub. 
me and uh, me and Elijah set up and watched it, so they look good too. So that was nice. We're gonna have KP here in just a few minutes, probably in about uh, five six minutes ish. We'll take him. Then uh, Chrissy's gonna join us for the rest of the show, so we'll have a good time there. We'll talk a uh, game last night, big dub last night. So we'll chat about that and uh, the game tomorrow. So a lot of basketball on the horizon. And a big game Sunday. And a big game Sunday. And yeah, a post game just... show Sunday. I'm gonna get all hey! my plugs in real quick. Post game Sunday. <laughs> post game okay. Sunday. Okay, good deal. Well, yeah, we'll definitely we'll, uh, we'll. I put it in my sports center, Chrissy. I put I it in my sports that. center because I because I came in there and told you. Yeah, but I still did it. You did. I'm like, very proud of you. Nick. Did you put TJ Capers in there? Uh, I didn't. I did yesterday though. I did yesterday. I did yesterday. That's funny. He just got the future cast today. Well, he was in the top five yesterday. <laughs> you know, he's committing January seventh somewhere, right? You know, you all give Nick such a hard time. Saying, it was a good sports. The center. number five player in the country, Nick. I said it yesterday. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you know what? There, 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 there's a little extra, a little Sports Center extra, courtesy of Steve Rummage and Jeff Brom and Corfridge floor covering. You All dug on his cell phone. Five zero two six four three six one one one. Nick hates He doesn't Jeff want Brom. you to be okay with your boy. He wants you to love it. Nick, Nick hates Jeff Brom. You heard me. You heard me first. That's your Doug wants me just angrily shouting his sponsorship. <laughs> Maybe it'll work. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Does great floor coverings. I know. Yeah, awesome. Um, it'll be interesting to hear kind of, you know, you're going to hear KP today. He's going to, uh, this is the first time we're going to get to hear him pre-rivalry game. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I do think you reach a point sometimes where, and Chrissy, I think we've, we've watched this happen with football, now with basketball some, you know, and it's like what I hate is when you get to the point where it's like, the press conferences. I mean, there there was a point where at Satterfield, it was like, dude, you might as well stop doing press conferences because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you say. It's not going to make us happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were not... almost counterproductive yeah, at one yeah. point. <laughs> right. It's like you're just going to give more um, – you're just going to give more fuel, you know, to the fire. But, um, Nick, do we got uh, KP up? Uh, no, I got the feeds up. Not yet. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, I just got a tweet. So that's why I was wondering. I was like, well, okay. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll hear what he... Uh, oh, there he is. There oh, he is. Oh, we yeah, got I know. We got no, way to go. All right, let's do it. KP. The physicality of, of Kentucky, where, you know, people are looking at them and saying they're down. They're not down from what I watched. <laughs> and I, I listened to the press conference of Cal... Um, talk about the open shots that they miss easily um, they miss six seven eight or wide open shots a lot of them in transition so for me when I my main concern is to prepare these guys as best as we can uh, to make sure they're prepared for a war a physicality to the game that probably be the most physical team that we play with Oscar playing the game, trying to get 20, 20 rebounds. Um, that's the way he plays. Uh, constantly fighting for every rebound on every possession on both ends of the court. Uh, never really being outside the lane, always in the lane, fighting for position offensively and defensively. So uh, that's my number one priority. Kenny, the last time we spoke to you, you said how you and the players wanted to kind of use Christmas break to mentally reset and refocus while you have extended time away. Do you feel like you guys were able to properly utilize that time away and are in a better mental state right now? Well, my goal was to give them two or three days off 
and for them to reflect, um, to reflect on what they could do and give us 5% more, 10% more of what they're doing, for them to figure out what that is, and then come back and talk to us about what they see. And then um, also coming off of those days off, how do we prepare for a game that's in a lot of people's minds and in our minds the most important game of the year <laughs> against our biggest rivalry? And what does a rivalry really mean? Getting them to understand the emotional ties to both programs and what it means to this state um, that we represent Louisville in the right way with our energy, with our effort, with our fight, with our discipline, with our focus, um, in our physicality to play a team that's talent-wise one of the top teams in the country um, that are it's going to finish this season and people will see one of the best teams in the country. So we have to go out and prepare and mentally know what we're facing. Kenny, you've um, you've walked out of the other tunnel a whole bunch of times and, and sat on the other bench. One, do you know where the visitors' locker room is? And, and two, what's the what's it going to be like coming out into that place again? Haven't really thought about it. Um, you know, more thinking about the players, but uh, obviously it'll be emotional. Um, you know, had a lot of great memories there, um, but I'm at home and. I said it before, I said it again. I just want to win the game by one. <laughs> and I'll run out the arena and get out of there. <laughs> um, so that's more what I'm, the way I process this. Did you have any role in recruiting any of the current players? Obviously, yes. Um, spent a lot of time with Oscar, spent time with Jacob Topham. Um, so I know pretty much most of the guys, Chris Livingston. Um, so I, I keep up with them and see how they're playing and all of that. Wish them well, except for Saturday. <laughs> you mentioned Oscar. Obviously, he's tough for anybody to stop. How do you slow somebody on both ends that's as talented as he is? Well, one, you got to understand how he's doing what he's doing. Uh, he's relentless. Um, more than people know, you're looking at a guy that's six seven, six eight. But his energy and his effort to fight for every single rebound is relentless. Very rarely do you see a player um, that's fighting for low post position offensively, <laughs> but also fighting for offensive rebounds, but also screening his defender out so that the guard can drive and get layups. He's, he's a force. And in order to deal with that force, you have to match it with that same energy, if not surpass it, in that same physicality. Um, so Sydney, Brandon, Roosevelt, JJ, they got their hands full. And we watched a lot of film of exactly what he's doing. Um, I think out of four games that we watched, I don't know if he caught the ball outside the lane once. Think about what I just said. Four games, and the ball was always caught somewhere near the jump circle, the circle right under the basket, the charge circle. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And it goes to show how hard he plays, how physical he is, how he's in, imposing his will on a game, um, and much respect to him. He's, without a doubt, if 
one of the best bigs in the country, but without a doubt, the best rebounder in this country. Besides him, what what else do you have to contend with? Uh, the pressure defensively. Um, you know, I think they do a good job of getting after you. They will run and jump. They'll press you. They'll get after the ball. Um, also, I think transition, they're really good. Um, throwing ahead to shooters with Reeves and Case and Wallace. And, um, but also the transition is also geared toward Oscar because no matter where he is, if he's the last player down, he's running under the basket and it's four round one. So you got to deal with him there too. Um, the rebounding, elite rebounding team um, that at times are sending four players to the offensive glass. Uh, so we've been working on all five rebounding. Um, so even if the point guard doesn't go, we send a point guard in. So just so that we can, you know, maybe send two to Oscar as an example. Yeah. But, uh, as much as you've tried to I guess as much as the guys understand the importance of a rivalry, how have you been trying to balance that versus the perspective of the big picture with, you know, with the whole season uh, considering the start? Well, you know, the first part is the rivalry. Um, Understanding what this means to all the people involved. Kentucky fans, the Louisville fans, the schools, the administration, the state of Kentucky, all of that. They need to understand that. Sometimes young people overlook it and they only worry about their home. Um, I was fortunate enough to be going to school here when they said no matter what happened in the regular season, you beat Kentucky, you made your season. (laughs) That's where I'm coming from. So I understand what this is. I have a firsthand view of being a player and also being on the other side of it. So getting them to understand, one, how Cal is going to view it, how the players are going to view it, they're coming off a loss, what does that mean? I've seen all of that. So I know, and what I'm trying to get them to understand is that for them, it may be more than a game. It may be a statement and you better be ready to match the statement that they're trying to make. Kenny, you, you said you talked to the players when they went home about reflecting about what they could do better and what they think of what's happened. How much time did you spend doing that and, and looking at personnel and saying, okay, these are guys that I might need to play more, and then these are some guys that, you know, maybe not as much? Well, great question. First, I looked at a bunch of Kentucky games. <laughs> Uh, Second, I looked back at a few of our games where we played well and said, okay, what did we do when we played well? And, you know, the main thing is what I've seen is that, one, everybody played and was productive that stepped on the floor. We took care of the basketball. Yeah, we may have had segments where we was disoriented or – Adversity hit and we were on our heels. But when we play well, everybody's involved. Uh, we're playing with an energy, a toughness, a fight. We're rebounding the ball. We're taking care of the ball. So I have to look at that. And then I have to look at combinations, um, which is the hard part. Uh, for me, it's, it's <laughs> finding who can play well with who 
and when they play well. And to be honest with you, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, I wish I could say that I got seven guys that I know I'm getting. I don't. Wish I could say I got four. I don't. I don't know until the game is going on. And so what I'm constantly doing is shuffling it during the game and trying to figure out what's working at that moment. Kenny, the idea of not knowing what you're going to get night in and night out from anybody in particular, this was a thing, I know you weren't here, but it's a thing that came up last year too with a lot of the same players. How do you get to that point with a guy? How do you, how do you get a guy to a point where you can just, know, even if it's not the very peak of what he can do, you know what it's going to be? Great question. That's why coaching is every single day, every moment of your life. That's why coaches are up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. That's why we don't sleep. That's why, you know, every single day of your life you're trying to figure out, and it consumes your every day, uh, trying to figure out and find a way to get a kid to understand this is what I need, this is what I want you to do, understand why, understand why. You know, I, as an example to your point, um, I want L to have practices where he does not shoot the ball. So he gets a feel for what it's like to facilitate a game. So that when he's in a game and he knows the defense is going to do something geared toward him, he's comfortable making plays for others. Um, and then being in the game and being secure with who you are and where you are in the game, knowing you're a really good player, I don't have to be a score to have impact on the game. I can create shots. And then trusting your teammates to make sure when they do make shots, you're clapping for them and you're encouraging. Talked about the rivalry. Kenny, um, two things. When you uh, came here, how long did it take and how how did you get to feel how important the rivalry was? And does any particular moment during your playing career against them stand out? First part of that question, I think I got here in the summer and we were in Crawford Gym and it was all the freshmen. We were in there shooting around and a gentleman who was around the program, I can't remember who he was, brought us all in a huddle and said, let me explain to you what Louisville basketball is. No matter what happens, in the season, you beat Kentucky, you're making a lot of people happy. <laughs> like, what? Well, so we can go Owen? Yes, you can go Owen. Now, I'm 17, 18 years old, and a, a, an adult is looking at me saying this, and I'm like, what in the world is he talking about? We don't want to lose a game. Didn't know what Kentucky was coming from Mississippi. Um, and now, sort of, but knew, but didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I was recruited by him. Um, but didn't understand the rivalry until I got here. And that was my first day on campus. Um, you know, going back to the games, um, it's just wars. You know, wars as four-year player at, at the university, wars as coaching against Louisville, wars. Wars as I know what we are walking into. Um, and I'm hoping that I can get the players to understand that this is uh, a little different. It's a little different. 
When you have a game, it's a little different. You know, a lot of times you'll hear things like, oh, they came out too tight or they were anxious and started slow. Is there anything you, that you can do? Obviously, you've got the experience as an assistant, as a player, to kind of thwart that possibility creeping in? Uh, I would hope so uh, without going into game plans. Um, I think there are things that the mindset has to be. The first thing, just saying it, is to be the aggressor. If you're trying to feel your way through it, they're going to hit first. If they hit first, that means you're on your heels. They're going to smell it. They're going to feel it if you're on your heels. Um, and that's in any sport and any life. The person that hits first is putting the other person on their heels. So that's our should be our goal. Last four games, Sydney's averaged over 12 points, I think nine rebounds, shooting close to 70%. Do you feel like he's turned a corner? How important is that for this team's improvement to have a consistent post presence like him? And did he come back still trending the right way in terms of being in shape? Um, I'm very happy with where Sid is headed. Um, I like more. Uh, I like for his energy. I like for him to feel it. Not for me to see it or you to see it or the fans to see it. I want him to digest what he's done to get to this point. Being on the diet, seeing his body change, seeing his energy go up, eating right. Coach calling me in the middle of the night, don't cheat on me, don't cheat on me. Please don't cheat on me. I want him to not cheat on himself. That makes sense? So to answer your question, time will tell. I'm looking at this as another month will tell the story of if he really fully grasped just the importance of how you feel is connected to how you eat, how you live. Not just, I can eat anything and go play basketball. That's not, that's not what the elite do. The elite knows that I have to eat a certain way, I have to think a certain way, I have to live a certain way in order for all these things to be in the right place. So hopefully that answers your question. We're still watching. It's still a work in progress. What about in terms of the, the part of if he can do that and give you a legit post-presence? If he can do that and give us a legit post-presence, I'm happy. I'm happy. Again, like we talked about, I need to know who and what I can count on from each guy, and I need that to be consistent. Kenny, you mentioned a bit uh, how Cal views the rivalry, and I guess you could argue that nobody knows him better than, than you in terms of how he game plans, how he gets ready for games. It's a bit of an obvious question, but how much do you pull from that knowledge and experience to try and have an advantage going up against him head-to-head for the first time? Well, one, I don't know if it is an advantage in knowing. The advantage is in can the kids understand um, that there's something different about this game. Can they digest something's different about this game? Something's different about this rivalry. Something's different about the focus you have to have to play this team. Um, something different about the intensity, the energy. Um, not just the energy of the rivalry just playing the game, but now you're going into their den. You're going into Rupp Arena. You better understand that there will be 25,000, whatever, and they're going to be on you, and we have to fight. Um, it's more important that they get it 
And I try and I have been trying and will continue to try to get them to understand just how what they're walking into and what it takes to deal with it. Kenny, um, I appreciate these answers because I think a lot of times when you get to a game like this, the coach will say, it's just another game, right? We treat them all the same. And you're clearly saying this one is a little different. What makes you comfortable just saying, I think a lot of coaches don't like to say that the game is not like every game? Well, first of all, I'm trying to be authentic as I can be, original, genuine as I can be, and as honest as I can be. Um, I don't know why coaches, I know they want to take the pressure off the kids. I don't want to do that. I want them to know. (laughs) Because this, again, I'm going to say it, we win or we learn. I want them to know the importance of this program. I want them to know what it means to wear that jersey. What it means, I lived it. So, and, and it's hard to explain this to people because I have a lot of people that don't know Louisville that's telling me about Louisville. I lived it. <laughs> so, my point to it is I need to, to build a culture. And please understand what I'm saying when I say I'm, I lived it. So, the culture that I came from, as an example, Before we played games, a group of players got together and talked. If you don't play well, you're not eating pregame meal. (laughs) That's where the culture I came from. Where if you didn't play well, oh no, you ain't eating with us. (laughs) You you know, Pervin would go and take the plate and throw it in the trash. You ain't eating. What you Like, that's the environment that I grew up in with Louisville basketball. That's the care factor that I grew up. It wasn't just about the one individual. It was about the group. The night before we played games, we were wrestling, (laughs) beating each other up to get a mental like, okay, I'll fight you. (laughs) Amongst each other to go out and fight the other team. It's hard for me to sit back and, and sugarcoat what exactly it means to wear this jersey. And again, I go back to this. I want to be as honest as I can. I want to be as authentic as I can. And I'm going to be. I'm not sugarcoating this. This is a rivalry. (laughs) Uh, And it means a lot to a lot of people. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to Cal. It means a lot to the Kentucky fans. It means a lot to the Louisville fans. It means something to the universities. It means something to this state. It's not just go dribble and shoot a basketball and whatever happens, happens. That's not what this is. That may be somewhere else. It's not in the state of Kentucky. <laughs> so um, that's why. That's why. Anything else for Coach? All right, thank you. Thanks. Welcome back. That was Kenny Payne. Um, to uh, talk about the rivalry game tomorrow. And I will say, let me, let me say this. I think that might have been his best press conference. It needed to be his best press yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me, let me tell you, let me he tell you why. He couldn't come out flat on that one and he Right, right. Now, now let me be clear. I, I, I told Chrissy while we were listening, I said, I'm, I'm going to be the PR guy. <laughs> like somebody just be like, Scott, Scott. Don't talk about Friday night football. Somebody needs to be like, Kenny, don't, don't do the one point thing. Hey, let's, coach, 
let's not do the one point thing today. <laughs> you know, like just say it after you win. That's fine. Uh, but but I will say this. I, it, we found out it was Brett Dawson that that, that brought it up. Um, but I, I did think that was a great point. Like, hey, man, it is nice to hear somebody say, this is, <laughs> like, you can't win with somebody like that. <laughs> but it's like, it was nice to hear somebody say, uh, now, listen, and I know, roll your eyes, maybe tomorrow we're down 30, and you're like, well, the press conference meant nothing. Okay, fair enough. That's fine. I'll be mad with you. But right now, it, it was nice to hear somebody say, like, no, this is massive. This will change the attitude of an entire city if I win. <laughs> you know I, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, nobody absolutely. says that. Nobody says that. And I don't know if you heard me in the first hour, Chrissy, but I said, like, the Louisville fan base, I think, will be, if they were to win, obnoxious. Obnoxious. Like, we'll be like, yeah. Like, you know, whereas I've I heard think you the, all week. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think the Kentucky fan base is still a little bit like, it's different. They're like, no, we're, we're really upset. A win, they'll be like, haha, we, you'll, you know, you'll call your son in law and laugh, but it'll be like, Ugh. Yeah, it, it is different, and I think mm-hmm. that Kenny saying that really proves how much he gets it and understands what this rivalry is Yeah, um, within the city and within the state. And that's what, as a fan base, what we've been striving for out of a coach yeah. in any sport is someone who just gets it. Yeah, sure, sure. Especially that's basketball. You know, you heard a lot of people talk about Chris Mack and say he just doesn't get it. Yeah. He just doesn't yeah, get yeah, yeah, the yeah. city and he doesn't get what the basketball team means to the city. Yep, yep. Kenny Payne's comment about one single game mm-hmm. proves that he gets it. Yeah. And I think that was yeah. really important coming into this press conference today yeah, um, and I, going into tomorrow's game. Because would you agree? I think a lot of people have worried about that. You know, I think there's been a lot of like, man, you know, you said a lot. Like, you know, there's the Andy and them use the drop. You know, I love Calipari. You know, I love, you know, there's the, the, uh, oh, dang it. Sorry. We need a new cut. Dang it. I know. I should have said that. I got to know better. I got to do better. I got to do better than to actually say that. Why did I do that? That was terrible. I'm sorry. I mean, I had to. And I will say, I was worried. Listen, I, I didn't know when Jack left, but I was like, all right. The new guy, I've heard him a couple times. Justin? Yeah. He seems like he's pretty good. Who's Justin? I haven't seems met like Justin. Pre- seems like he's pretty good. Justin Sephora. Paisan. Sephora. P.I. Right? Sephora? I thought it was Sephora. Sephora? Uh, I, I, so, I thought it was. I'll ask Is he him producing today. for us Sunday? I don't know. He does a good job. No, he does a really good, good job. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I've really enjoyed him. But now yeah, but like he's him. the one on my tail now, so I'm going to watch him. But he's a little fan. So and I'm he's like, a, okay. He's a PI and is like. I know. In his past. So he will be on your ass. I know, I know. I know. Multiple ways. Yeah. 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 He, he, did, he does a lot of. And that's the awesome thing. If anyone's a douchebag on the text line, we'll find you. Hey. We can find you. <laughs> Justin? Justin? Check this guy down. Yeah, he does He does a really good job, though. No. He's, like, and he's good people. It kind of pissed me off because I was like, now we got stuck with Nick and we could have had Justin. Yeah. You could. I mean, you might be able to trade. That's, no, no. Tra- uh, uh, All jokes aside, a, a bag of pucks and, and if, a sandwich. Maybe. If they if they ever take Nick from us, Nick, we're, we're walking. You do a fine job. <laughs> no, we're 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 literally we'll we'll quit if they take Nick from us. What let, if it be, they, let it be said on the air. Maybe in a round which we'll quit if they take Nick. Uh, from what us. if they Marking take Nick uh-huh. and give me Nick's job? Oh well, yeah. It's, uh, crazy. I'm saying this for Nick. Say so it's like, damn it, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling good about myself. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Uh, 
Okay, Justin's listening. Thanks. <laughs> Hardo, right? Okay, I was right. It is. It is Sofero. A, Sofero. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Justin, I've called you Sephora like ten times. How come you didn't correct it me? It sounds like you're saying Sephora, like the That's makeup what I thought. store. Yeah. Maybe or, I need some eyeliner or the the pizza spot. What is it? Sapporo. That's sushi. That is Sapporo. sushi. Yeah, you're not even close on. Isn't that. there a pizza place in like malls? It's like red. Oh, Sp- Sapporo. 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 I always called it Sparrow. But I, I, know I, you're talking. I like Justin. Okay, Justin does a really good job. <laughs> I really enjoy listening, to Justin. <laughs> and Justin, like myself, we have a little bit of a, uh, a, uh, you know, a twang about us. A little bit of a, uh, you know, um, kind of got that, you know, that the people, the the, the mediocrity, the, the Matt Jones sound mediocrity. <laughs> the, We're friends now. Okay, the media. Oh, <laughs> I was just saying. I was like, what? That's my home. Oh girl. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're that far. I may be closer friends with her than she is with me, but I'm like, we're friends. <laughs> like, I like, I love you guys. I give a call Christmas. I love y'all. <laughs> no, but that, that, was, that was a good pull out of you, Chrissy. Though that, was, that, was, that was funny. No, we got the you know people you know like the country is more country sounding. Voice, yeah, yeah, I, the, yeah. The, the, I don't know if that's the, right. County, you have the bullet. The county, county as I say, the county seasoning. A uh, little bit, a little county. bit of that. I just enjoy listening to him. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this sounds like me. <laughs> He's, he's he's good peeps and yeah, yeah he does yeah, a good job. But seriously, yeah, like shout out to him. Where is he right side. now? Uh, his we day don't know. Job. Why isn't he here? We don't Probably know. investigating. Nobody knows what Justin does. We just know Justin's a PI, and that's that. We don't ask more questions than that. I don't know. So I've, I don't really speak much publicly on what my husband does for work, mm-hmm. but. He comes home from work talking about things, and I've just learned to not ask questions yeah. about certain No, no. We just say, topics. people are like, where's Justin? We're like, we don't know. Yeah. We don't care. We just cheer Justin on. And <laughs> Seriously, what he's doing, though, I is incredible. I have 1983, sir. I haven't watched it yet. Eventually, I promise I will. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Isn't, isn't there another one now, like 1923 1923, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I'm about to start that myself. Um, told you, though. Told you many times, Nick. I don't know how much you'll care for it. Um, it was... But anyways, doesn't he also do Tulsa? King? Oh, and by the way, I'm sure you're thrilled today to find out that Trump never gave money to charity. So not my charity, but <laughs> say yeah. No wonder you always pulled his taxes, Nick. You won, all right? He didn't, he's not giving money to charities, okay? Boom! The, you win. The I lose. women's basketball team had a great win last night. <laughs> speaking Who of are wins, you voting for? Speaking Christine? of wins. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, let's let, we'll we'll wrap this up really quick. We'll take a break because I do. There actually uh, there's a couple questions too for Chrissy that I want to get back to uh, about last night, and then we'll close out with a little more rivalry talk. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I did what Chrissy was saying was I, I think phenomenal. It was it's it's the point of you do want to hear that. So you won this part of the weekend, okay? The the most important part of to win is tomorrow, but you did win that. All right, and it sounded good. To it sounds like you get it. It sounds like you know the importance of it. So that's that. Uh, I thought that was a win. So on your part. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk with Chrissy. We got a big dub last night, and uh, oh, that was that's kind of sexy. Thank you. All right, let's see you over there, Nick. <laughs> Nick <laughs> and Louie. It's God given. I just show up. <laughs> Things always get weird in here. Go hey, to break, Nicky. Go to break. See Nick's back hair. Why don't you do it on his back hair? Big days with Marcus Maven on 93 on the Ville. I care.
Middays with Marcus Maven here on 93 Now in the Bill. Minus a little Marcus Maven today. Steve Rummage filling in. Well, not filling in, just here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chrissy Banna. Filling in. Filling in for Marcus Maven, I guess. Yeah, that's perfect. Or Steve Rummage. That was an upgrade. Yeah, I guess you're technically, maybe I'm filling in for Marcus. You're filling in for me. That's perfect. And Nick is just here doing what he does. Uh, Want to give a quick being shout awesome. out. Being awesome. Yeah, being great. Uh, thanks to George and the Baranos team for bringing about lunch to ESPN Louisville Studios today. Baranos has you covered for those big games this weekend. And there are some big ones. Playoff games. I can't wait. I, I'm a playoff junkie, dude. I will sit there Saturday night, and that's how I'll spend my New Year's Eve. Uh, I'll just watch We're playoff We're making games. a nacho bar. Come on. I hear you. Watching football, oh, staying in our pajamas. Felt like I was in church for a second. I was like, oh. Ordering some bear nose. <laughs> hey, how about that? Well done. Well done. So, <laughs> celebrating 45 years of Louisville style. Ow. God. Damn my lip. What a disaster. Louisville style pizza. Carry out, deliver your dine in. 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good. Bear nose pizza. Pizza day. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Big dub last night. Pizza Day! Yep, had nothing to do with that, but <laughs> it was a big dub. Uh, women take it home and got yeah. a little surprise. Got a couple. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of alumni in the house last night. Yeah, there were a couple. Emily Inksler came back, yeah. didn't tell the team, so that was cool mm. footage that they got out there. Mm. Um, nobody more excited than Haley. They're they're best friends, right. um, so she was very excited to see her pregame. Got her hyped up, and of course, naturally. <laughs> Emily in the house. Haley goes off last mm-hmm. night, 24 points mm-hmm. um, to go along with five assists and six rebounds. Yeah. Um, so she had a heck of a night, led the team to an 86-77 win, um, and it was a true battle under the basket. We had 40 points in the paint last yeah. night, out-rebounded Syracuse, um, and as big of a win as it was, there were still some things that we saw. You know, there were a few times we saw this team pull away by 17, 18 points and let Syracuse come back and cut that lead. Yeah. Um, we yeah. did have 18 turnovers, which needs to be cleaned up a little bit, mm-hmm. especially in upcoming games. Um, Syracuse, by no means, was an easy game last night because we yeah. did let them cut the lead a few too many times. But we're going to play some much tougher teams in this ACC landscape. Yeah, yeah. Um, and allowing 18 turnovers in a game when you could clean those up and have a 20-plus point lead over a conference team is just something they need to focus on a little bit more. Well, especially when um, the, the ex- expectations like have gained, where it's like yes. now you're looking, you're like, okay, how can this team get back to second weekend Final Four good? You right, know? because we started the year off 5-4, and four, and I mm-hmm. think some – expectations were kind of diminished seeing us start off that way Um, but now we're on a six game winning streak Mm. and you're starting to see everybody kind of settle into their roles more especially players like Nyla Harris who are Mm -hmm. brand new to everything here Um, and she went off last night she was two Mm -hmm. points away from a double double last night Yeah, Um, she had an incredible game so Seeing all of these players settle into those those roles is really raising expectations again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're gonna have to stay on top of their game, top tier, to get back to that Final Four esque team that we're used to seeing from what, Jeff Walls. What's happening? A couple people have asked on the text line. Uh, as far as Mikasa Robinson yes. goes right now, yeah, um, she had been in concussion protocol. Um, she's been out the last couple of games. I'm not sure if her not playing last night was due to concussion protocol because that's been a while. Um, but Tyler Griever tweeted out he did ask mm. Jeff Walls about that, and Jeff said that she was going to be out 
out last night that was planned for her to sit um, and hopes to have her back on Sunday against Duke. So hopefully we see her back on the court Sunday. Well, that'd Um, be good. We did see some good coaching from her last night, though. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. She's such a leader. She's a natural born leader. You know what I've noticed, too, with this team is, okay, under, under Coach Walls, there's always like a ferocity with the Louisville team that I love. Like they're, they will. I mean, Marcus, we talk about it on the on the men's side. He asked me. He was like, "Do we have anybody that screams?" And I was like, "I don't think we do." <laughs> you know, and it's like the women do. That's what I was gonna say. Well, and, and last night, kind of getting to watch, I was able to sit down and was watching. It was like, oh man, you kind of see that coming back around too, where they had a stretch. I mean, you where ever it was seen Haley like, get an and one under the uh, basket? Right, man? Like, I know. She goes off. I know, yeah. And it was like, but man, there were there was a couple games this year where that's and maybe this is where I come from when I'm like not overly worried about them going into March and you know January, February, yeah. March and yeah. ACC play is it's almost like I can pinpoint a four or five game stretch and go it just felt different. The way they were playing felt different. The way, like, just that. I don't, and it's like, I can write that off to a thousand different things. You know, whatever. Sure. I don't know. I mean, new players gelling together, blah, blah, sure. blah. And I don't know. All of them may be wrong. All of them may be right. But it was like, there's just, seems like there was a drastic difference for a stretch. And now that's kind of gone, you know? Yeah. Uh, and last night, that felt back to like, okay. They're going to start. They're going to continue. They're not start because they have been. They're going to continue this trend upwards. They will. And I I think you can. And we've said it many, many times this season. Dave has said it. I've said it. Jeff Walls has said it. um, Ennis has said it. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew that this team was going to take longer to gel than previous teams. Mm -hmm. And they did. And they didn't have, you know, an excellent start to the year going five and four. But. Like you said, now they're on this win streak and they're going to continue to fall more into their roles and be more comfortable playing off of each other. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, and you do kind of uh, you do kind of see that. So, yeah, I, it's it's uh, it's interesting just to kind of watch them kind of jail together now. And even talking with Olivia before the season, man, I mean, you could tell like she was a player, but she was. When we ask her... I've never been more mad at you than I was that day, by the way. Okay, I'm listening. Oh, because... Because you didn't call me or Dave to come in that day. I didn't know! Okay, listen, listen. That was one of those where Alan was like, hey, listen... Let's work something out here. Dave and I have been on the Olivia Cochran train since before she set foot on this campus, especially Dave. And she comes in the studio and you all didn't think to even shoot us a text and be like, hey... Hey, I know. Hey, your girl's going to be here. Yeah, you want to come in? Well, to be fair, I, I think we had found out like the night before. And I was like, oh, yeah, but she was awesome. She was. But but even talking with her, and I, you know, now you talk, but even talking to her off the air, too, it was like, you could tell she was like, no, we, we got a good team. But she was, just in her voice, it was like, there's a lot of new pieces. Yeah. Like, she was like, the, it, the, it's, it's really yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, of course, she she's a hooper, so she was like, I mean, you know, yeah, we're fine, you know. But it was like, okay, there's a lot of pieces to put together here. Yeah. 
she's really fallen into place a lot this year too. Yeah. Um, bringing more bigs in is allowing her to play more in her natural mm-hmm. position um, more often. And not only that, but she is in incredible shape this year. That um, was that was the first thing we in, said. Yeah. yeah, she's put in so much work, yep. and she said in the preseason that was her main goal this year was to be in the best shape of her life. Mm-hmm. And I really think she is, and it's mm-hmm. showing. It's yeah. showing. She is. She's blossomed probably more than anybody else on the oh, team no. this year. Yeah, a- absolutely. So you move on Sunday, Duke post game show, right? Post game show. Post game show Sunday against Duke. So that that'll be good. Kind of keep the momentum rolling. Um, Mobley got in the game last night, right? Did she get in late? Who did Alexia Mobley get in last night? Mm-mm. She didn't. Mm-mm. I thought she got in late. I don't know if I'm losing my mind there. She was dressed, right? Oh, yeah, right? she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. okay, You're okay, right. yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah. Was like, it was like late, late. Yeah, no, it was late, like late. just a, um, hey, put her in the game kind of. Yeah, but But yeah. that was, I mean, that was like a debut, you know, yes, kind of. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, she was in, I, I think she played like. 20 seconds. No, yeah. Like, it was it, very That's why I was like, brief, it was literally just very, getting very getting her but on the court. that's a piece of the puzzle we've been waiting to come back around mm-hmm. for a while. Um, mm-hmm. She took her red shirt. She suffered an injury preseason this yeah. year, so she was in that boot. So just being able to see her out there for even yeah. those 15, 20 seconds. It wasn't, <laughs> no. it wasn't long No, 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 no. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is probably why I didn't, like, I completely uh, blanked sure, on that. But yes, sure. um, yeah, I'll be glad to see her get out there and really fall into the place with the rest of this team, because we've been waiting on it. I know. We've been waiting on her. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a big time. She's talent. Yeah, she's, she's a big talent. time player. I mean, in reclass, so I mean, you're kind of like, okay, she's right in that wheelhouse mm-hmm. now, and there's a long time between now and March, so I mean, you know, a piece... You know how we get those players on, on different teams every year who have a mom that is just like super out there and supportive yeah her mom was showing up to games her red shirt year yeah when she knew she wasn't going to be playing so i'm really excited to see her mom out there more too that'd be awesome (laughs) yeah yeah that that's that's awesome so yeah it's good to kind of see them getting getting their feet back under them it feels like it does feel like they're back on a upward trend where maybe uh charlie croom will decide they're not first four out i think that was a little much think it was a little much it's like first four out whatever yeah whatever like, yeah i was like uh, simmer down bro yeah sure yeah. let's decide that in november <laughs> yeah no i was like first four nobody out. played a conference i know yeah yeah that was like the cake bake bro. yeah take and, several seats yeah i was like you know a four seed maybe <laughs> you know, five seed okay yeah like i understand you can punish yeah you can punish us for out. not playing well but yeah yeah so anyways it's good whatever to, i feel yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel the same way about that as I do preseason polls. I mean, I know, I know. Yeah, Whatever. Well, yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> good to see them trending back up. Uh, we're hoping, and, and, and I will say to kind of transition back and forth here, it did feel like they in that rivalry game uh, against Kentucky. We we talked about it before they played, and then afterwards. I mean, you you can see it did feel like they. I don't want to say they really turned a corner per se, but like they did gain momentum. I don't mm-hmm. think it was really a t- corner turning, but it was like a big momentum for them when they beat Kentucky, and it was like okay, you kind of do what, and and we're a little more expected to do that at times. Yeah, yeah. But but it did seem like from that point on, you're like okay, they've kind of. That was a rallying point for them to. Yeah, kind of... I mean, I, 
I don't think that it was necessarily a turning point. Sure. But it's always an extra motivator. Yeah. To I mean, we were coming off of a huge win over SIUE, um, mm-hmm. the game before we played Kentucky. Yep. Um, that was a 105-32 win. And yeah. Haley hit the 1,000-point club in that game. So it wasn't necessarily a turning point, but yeah. it's always a little added motivation for the rest of the season when you travel to your rival school and beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, it always feels good. It always... Yeah. I mean... Oh, of course. Well, even and even if you're expected to win, I mean, that's one game. You you know, Coach Walls, he does understand it. You you know, and he and he knows that. And it was a game that they went took care of business. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They went. They took care of business. And and there's been since that game. I mean, they've just continued that. You know, that that like like you said, they were already getting some things right. But it's like that helped them kind of continue to where they're at now. And now you look, you're looking at a team that feels like they're. Back on track. They're in their groove. Yeah, they're getting in their groove, Um, which is what you want this time Mm -hmm. of year. Um, It's uh, mid January. It is not mid January. Uh, (laughs) We're we're moving on. (laughs) Yeah, my mom brain. Um, Play any injuries last night? Yeah. Yeah. So Morgan Jones did go down pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Um, She needed help getting off of the court last night, and she was not putting any weight on that leg. As far as I know, that was just a really bad cramp. I haven't heard anything otherwise to this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that works. Which, no news is good news. Yeah, I was going to say, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I do want to remind people, uh, if you want to bet, and uh, you know, and we're betting on the cards to continue this trend upwards, if you want to do that, though, uh, you visit our friends at DraftKings. And uh, if you're an NBA fan, we've got a real good deal for you, because DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting NBA this holiday season. You got same-game parlays, easy, fast payouts, player props, all that good stuff. You know, you can bet on the games, on anything. You know, we got the playoffs this weekend, the college football playoffs. Somebody said the playoffs starts next week. I was like, no, it's college football playoffs. So, no, <laughs> I'm aware of the football, the NFL playoffs. So got my eye. I'm high on those. No. Um, okay. But yeah, I know. Says the Cowboys. This is our this is our year. Uh, right now, DraftKings, we can win three road games. I feel it. Uh, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving Indiana Pacers fans a special gift. Donnie was up there playing the Pacers last night too. How about that? Um, for a limited time, you can get a no sweat bet on every Pacers game this season. Check us out. Everyone can earn that no sweat bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Opt in under Promos tab. Place an eligible bet of your choice on a Pacers game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get your money back in a free bet. Payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook's where I go to bet on the NBA. I do a lot of betting on the NBA, too, Chrissy. Um, Last night, you know, Donovan up there was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bet on him. That's what I did. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up with the promo code WLCL to get a no-sweat bet. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's your dad. She's My goodness. Me. On every Pacers game this December, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in today. Receive this limited time offer only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Indiana Pacers. Must be 21 or older. Indiana only. Max reward limits apply. One free bet issued based on the amount of initial losing bet. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings Sportsbook. Or at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. And if you've got a gambling problem, of course, you call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, Speaking of bets, okay, I would not have bet that me tweeting a picture of you wearing Crocs yeah, I love it. 
would mean that there were arguments about Crocs in my mentions yeah. for the rest of the day. Nope, that's what that's Twitter. <laughs> You throw the chum out there, they will eat. <laughs> they will. They will. Savages. Yeah, the, I'm marking that. That's perfect. Yeah. You throw the chum out, they will eat. They will eat. Yeah. They'll, um, yeah. Marking that too. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, tomorrow, man. Big day. We got a rivalry game. Let's see what happens. Uh, the um, It might be the biggest fart in the wind of a rivalry game of all time, but... <laughs> At least it's early in the day. <laughs> but, it is, but it is a rivalry game, man. We, we, will, uh, we will be watching, and we will have all your coverage right here uh, on 93.9 The Ville. Uh, it's game week. The next installment of the Cats in the Cars, Louisville, ESPN Louisville has you covered. We have your pregame show, network pregame show with Paul Rogers. We'll begin at 10.30, followed by live play-by-play at noon on 93.9 The Ville on the ESPN Louisville app, then directly following the game. It's the network postgame show, followed by the Coors Light postgame show with Ethan Moore. We'll take your calls, text, hear from Kenny Payne. It'll all be tomorrow, Saturday, New Year's Eve, on your home for the cards, 93.9 The Ville. A lot of good stuff, man. I'm excited. Big weekend. Big tilt, baby. Yep. You guys got New Year's resolutions? You want to do that next week? <laughs> Steve should be to be nicer to his producer. Well, if we get a new producer. Um, <laughs> that, that's, what, that's Steve's resolution to get a new producer. <laughs> and be nice. And be nice to that one. Uh, yeah, we'll do that next week. We'll do All that right, next I week. I like that. Marcus, hope everything gets fixed. Easy, quick, and uh, moving on. So, Chrissy, thanks for coming in. No Very problem. Fun. Yeah, it's always no fun. Thanks, Chrissy. Here. Yeah. All right. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're wel- welcome. You saved us. You saved us today. Of course I did. Happy no. New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Middays with Marcus Maven on 93.9 The Ville. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers.